The thing nobody is talking about is the great divide. Between units and between houses, there has been a massive difference in pricing. The gap is bigger than ever. Why? And does it mean that there's going to be some bargains coming up? Stay tuned. Mr. Sillage. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good morning. How are you going? Good, bud. Good. What do you reckon about the Great Divide? Are you seeing it out there? I am seeing it. I think it's a little bit hidden in some ways because I don't think, funnily enough, I think prices more than ever for units obviously are jumping up. Um, how's, everything's jumped up. But maybe physically, the gap between entry-level houses and uh, premium units might be relatively close. But more than ever, in terms of the actual repayments and how much it costs to be in one, it's wider than ever. It seems like this is a trend since COVID's been out there. Now, guys and girls, I'm going to give you some suburbs as an example. Hmm. Uh, now, we're from the northern beaches of Sydney. We're going to go DY. We're going to go units. We're going to go 10 years. And units have performed 76%. Yes. Okay, so you bought something for a million bucks. It's gone up 760000 in 10 years. Okay, I'm going to give you a typical suburb like Narrowena, which is a typical housing suburb. I'm going to go 10 years. I'm going to go houses, and it's done. Wow, 152. So you bought a house for a million dollars 10 years ago in Narrowena. It's now gone up $1.5 on the million that you bought, so it's 2.5 for that house. Now, if you think that we're giving you some fake data, give me another suburb in Sydney for units. Um, let's go oh, in Sydney, so wider Sydney. Anywhere you want. Um, let's go Think Potts units. Point. Potts Point, so units, go 10 different. years. 113, 18? 100, 118. Give me another unit suburb. suburb. Let's go Parramatta. Parramatta. I'm thinking units, guys. I'm thinking Greater Sydney. I'm not thinking Opulent. Uh, uh, let's go Parramatta. I'm thinking Standard. I'm thinking where everyone lives. 10 years of Parramatta units. 43%. Wow. And what's a housing suburb next to Parramatta Mark that you, you, you can make reference to for that area? If you were uh, um, you know what? There's, are there many houses in Parramatta? No. Mm. Uh, but um, give me another house. What's around Parramatta? Can someone else? Can someone else? Oh, hang on. Luke's, Luke's doing it. Luke's done para units. Guy, you, let's do Guy Mia for Luke. We're just trying to prove a case mm. here, guys, that units and houses... There's an explosive gap between them. Correct. Um, Guy Mia, units. <laughs> what happened there? Guy Mia, units. In 10 years.
63%. Yeah. So, uh, St. Ives. Hey, let's get a different part. St. Ives. And guys, throw any suburbs you wanted us here. Chatswood mm. units would be another good one. Uh, St. Ives. There's lots of houses in St. Ives as well. Compared to houses, I'll be very curious. 10 years. Houses have done. Over 100%. 152 units 52 wow so there's a massive difference here there's a really really big difference and it's like what you can see there with all the data it doesn't matter where in sydney it is it seems to be relatively consistent units are performing anywhere let's say between 40 percent to 70 percent growth over 10 years maybe 80% yep. growth, and all the houses consistently so seem to be, let's say, between 140 to 180% growth. So talking on average about 100% extra growth over that course of time. Chatswood, 62% for units and houses, 124%. It's massive. It is massive. The gap between units and houses is absolutely massive the last 10 years. Michael, is this a good opportunity for people to jump into units? Does this mean that units are going to perform better than houses? Does this mean houses are going to correct downwards or do nothing for a couple of years and units are going to correct upwards and smash it the next couple of years? Great question. Oh, and this is sort of referencing back to what I said at the beginning um, of the topic today. I'm finding that everyone's lifestyles are shifting because of COVID. People wanting to be more... Um, be able to move around more. People want less of a yard if they don't need to look after it in terms of either A, they just want to do the full country change or I'm noticing a lot of people around, let's say, northern beaches as well, unit lifestyle is changing. More people are starting to live in units and I think that shift might be there with it. I'm finding that these premium units are starting to catch up to these entry-level houses because that data we're looking at was 10-year data. Over the only the past couple of years, um, let's say the past three, four years, I've found that some of the premium units, funnily enough, are really starting to close the gap. So there might be that shift there. But the it, the median price is just massive between houses and units. Oh. It is opened up. It is open, opened up phenomenally. Um, something that I think may have changed this phenomenon is that people are, are labouring in their properties more than they were before. So before they were using it to, as a place to sleep and for a weekend, whereas I think now those extra couple of days a week working from home, one party, two parties or even three parties, um, the kids may be staying at home um, uh, uh, sorry, the adult kids may be staying at home a bit longer, need a house. Mum um, and dad may be working from home a little bit more, need a house. Um, mm. You know, so maybe that whole, maybe because offices in Sydney are um, shitting themselves, um, maybe that's because that's the whole reason of houses, of, of houses doing better than units because they're not using the offices anymore. Yeah, very, very true. And it'll be interesting because... Obviously, from an owner-occupier perspective, yes, you're buying a property to live in, but Aussies love to make money on their property. It's probably one of the most talked about things on a, on a Saturday, Sunday barbecue. 
and it just shows there with that data if you can afford to push yourself that little bit extra and get it into a house over over a unit long term there is some serious money to be made so houses are better investments than units with the way the trends are going for an owner occupier i think there's some strength there for an investor be careful i think there's some hidden traps there it's not just purely the capital growth that you got to look at i think when you take into account your land tax the lower yield that you have the additional maintenance everything like that i still think you're going to come out on top but i don't think it's the um the pot at the end of the rainbow as easy as what it appears to be just purely off those numbers and I think it also comes across to building as well with building costs. Um, what's mm. going to be, if they're going to be ramping out more um, real estate in the next three, five, seven years, the practicality of ramping out unit blocks or the practicality of ramping out subdivisions with you know, new homes, what's going to be popular? Funding these is going to be even more interesting over the next couple of years to see what the trend's going to do. But um, guys and girls, if you haven't noticed, we're telling you right now there's a massive gap between how units have performed and how houses have performed, and you take that information how you want with it. You speculate, you speculate how you reckon, but I'm. Yeah. It's you know I personally think. Um, it's going to be the rise of the units and um, either the levelling out or the fall of the houses, probably levelling out. I, I agree. I just think that the bottom line is we've spoken about this in the past. The market at the moment is an affordability market. It's who can get finance? Can you afford to stay in the property as an investment or as an owner-occupier? Um, can you afford to actually pay off the um, repayments for that property? And with houses, the prices that they are now versus the rent which yield wise is probably at historical lows um for houses it's making it harder and harder to hold on to a house so i think irregardless of whether people want a house or more i think people are going to start to shift across to units just because it is more affordable and if you've just tuned in go back to the beginning of the series we are showing you exactly what houses in suburbs have done over 10 years and what units in suburbs over 10 years and wherever you go in sydney there is a great divide units have done mm. about 70 to 80 percent growth on average 60 70 80 percent houses are done 120 30 40 50 percent over 10 years that is double and a bit for a house and less than double for for a unit over 10 years that's a show. Brilliant. Thank you, Mark. Keep punting, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, be, guys. I, I would be buying investment property. My advice to people right now is to buy an investment property. Little one better for six hundred thousand, uh, two better for seven, six, seven, eight hundred thousand. I'd be buying investment properties because I think your yields are going to explode. Killer. Love you. See you. Bye.